This podcast contains very strong language. It may not be suitable for all listeners. Okay, what would you rather? What would you rather? Hello, dear listener, to a new episode of our favourite podcast, because of course it is, we host it. It's What Would You Rather, the podcast where we play our favourite games with our favourite comedians. I am Will Duggan, and this is... Julia Stenton. Hi, Julia. How are you today? Good, thanks, Will. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Uh, I'm really good, actually. We've got a good episode today. It's one of my oldest friends, PTPT Artway. Very funny guy. Looks not dissimilar to me. It was like I was talking to the Mitchell Brothers, 2005. Could we go 98 so they're a bit younger? Okay, 98, sure. Thank you very much. Prime. Prime Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I Grant or Phil? Oh, that's tricky. I'd say Phil. I don't think there's really a good answer. You look so similar. There's a pair of glasses in it. But a good-looking boy, regardless. Lovely looking uh, boy. Thanks, Julia. That's what you mean <laughs> about me. Do you have a question for me? I do. Okay, Will. Would you rather be a 45-year-old rep in Ibiza? Okay. Pre-COVID, obviously. Or be the person who is outed as being the person who came up with Brexit? Was I the person that came up with the idea of Brexit? Or was I the person who was like, this would be a great idea? Yeah, the person who like set the wheels in motion behind the scenes and now somebody's done a bit of digging and you are front page of every tabloid. This is the guy. So I'm like Dominic Cummings if he'd been secret. Yes, yeah. Ah, okay. Ooh, they're both tough in different ways. Mm. Because I don't want to be the man who bought upon, in my opinion the worst mistake a country has made in peacetime. And I would happen to agree with you. But equally, I don't mean it's about me, and don't try and project any of your own issues with me onto this. A 45-year-old rep is just there to try and look at 18-year-old boobs. Absolutely. And what is, I think, quite sad is, he'll probably be successful about two or three times a season. Like, in a six-month Ibiza period, he'll have sex with a couple of, like, 18-year-olds. Yeah. And I guarantee you, during the 45 seconds of bad sex that he gives them, there'll be a moment of clarity where he's like, what am I doing? Mm. Well, I think that about Wayne Lineker. Yeah, exactly. Wayne Lineker is the exact person that I'm thinking of. I don't think he has that moment of self-reflection. He'll definitely get it. At any point. No, at some point, he'll, he'll get a phone call from, like... Gary or some guy you went to school with and there'll be a millisecond where his brain goes, I probably shouldn't be having sex with this person who was born after the millennium when I was already a man when the yeah. Berlin Wall fell. <laughs> How do you follow Gary, though? That is a tough act to follow, isn't it? You don't try. I've always thought this. Yeah. It's like... When they put Brooklyn Beckham up for trials at Arsenal, and I'm not a football fan, so I might mangle these facts. Yeah. Don't do it, Brooklyn. No. Don't do it. You can do anything. Yeah. Don't be worse than your dad. Yeah. I feel I genuinely feel bad for people that have got like uh, famous parents or siblings. I do. Yeah. Because what what can you do? You have to really what can go. You, do? you have to go in a different direction. 
You can't so, even be if it's a singer like I don't know Rod Stewart. You cannot be music adjacent. Yeah. You've got to be veterinary science, something way different. Years ago, me and my ex girlfriend went to see Carol King in Hyde Park. Yeah. Doing like one of those Hyde Park days, and the support act was Carol King's daughter, who was shilling her like fourth album. Oh. It was like, mate, what are you doing? It's You're not, literally your going to be compared on the day. Yeah, and it wasn't even close. It was like, I'm sure you're fine, but your mum's Carol King. Yeah. What are you doing? No um, one needs that side-by-side comparison. Though on the flip side of that, of course, very easy to be the child of someone dreadful. Like, I bet Harold Shipman's kids have got it easy. Yeah, but they couldn't be like, they couldn't be a stand-up, could they? Their stuff would have to be so fucking... You know what it's like when your father's the most prolific serial killer the UK's ever seen? Am I right? Yeah. Also, I don't feel like this, the things you'd give up. Like, I don't think any rep, particularly a 45-year-old one in Ibiza, they're not married, are they? They haven't got kids. Oh, purposefully, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. They, they'll do that, that would be harder. <laughs> Holding down a family and also that being your job. I think that is a lonelier existence. I think on a personal level, that's the thing you'd be less fun to do. Yeah. But if it was me being given the option, which it is, yeah, I'd rather sacrifice myself and not have brought about Brexit. So you're going 45-year-old rep? Yeah, do you know what? For the good of humanity, I'll occasionally have a sex of 18-year-old girls. <laughs> I knew it would come back to that. The real question is, how much of a perv do I want to look? I will say, I think I've been a good guy here. Like, I don't want to be that. And I think... Brexit still happens. You're just Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not at fault. I'm yeah. not at fault. Like, so you're, 9-11 good... happened. <laughs> but you're, but... <laughs> you're not being a good guy. You, if anything, are just washing your hands of a problem and what then, are you on about? Because you're just not being responsible for Brexit. But I wasn't responsible no, for I Brexit. No, I But your options... So you're, go, so you're not choosing that option and you're choosing the 45-year-old creepy rep option. That doesn't right. make you a Fuck good guy. Off. Try Absolutely to frame that as making, that making you a good guy. I'm mental. a good guy I didn't do that. I'm also... Fine, if that's your reasoning, I'm also washing my hands of the Holocaust... But that's not the option. Clearly. Well, I didn't want to do... I No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> do Brexit. I don't want to do Brexit. I'll be the guy who's like, hey, guys, there's a bloody uh, booze cruise going out from Zanti <laughs> at 9am. And then I get there and I'm in my string vest and my bucket hat. <laughs> and at 3pm, three, three they all go home. And I look into my hand and go, I'm so tired. I don't know they're <laughs> talking about me. But then I pop another Quaalude and I'm ready to go for the bar crawl at 8 Good choice. Speaking of people who are ready for a bar crawl at eight, Pete Otway. Pete Otway. Oh, have you signed up to our Patreon? Me personally, isn't yeah, that conflict? Is that a conflict of interest? Am I allowed I to? I suppose it's some money out of your bank account that then goes split fifty fifty my... into our bank yeah. accounts. So, well, do you know what? Maybe you haven't. Neither have I. To be fair, but if you want to, a dear listener, please uh, do. www.patreon.com forward slash What would you rather? If only to raise money for Will's bucket hat. Yeah. Which is all I can picture you in now. I'm off to Zanti with some Star Wars Johnnies. See you later. 
What would you rather? Hello, welcome to What Would You Rather, the podcast where we play our favourite game with our favourite comedians. This week we have the lovely Pete Otway. Hi Pete. Hello. I'm very excited for this one because not only is Pete Otway one of my uh, favourite comedians, he's also one of my best mates <laughs> and I can't wait to just dick about <laughs> with him. Yeah, I'm always nervous when... Um when we're sort of paired together at anything in a professional capacity. Because um, I know secrets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I know yours as well, so, yeah. We lived together, didn't we, for quite a while. Yeah, Pete and I lived together for three years. Oh, wow. And, so you've uh, both seen the worst of each other. Honestly, I would say it's it's the it was it was when I was most depressed and but also the happiest three years of my life. Like it was it was up there, do you know what I mean? Three of the happiest years of my life, I should say. That is the way I should phrase that. <laughs> yeah, you ha- you have since got married and got two kids. Yeah, yeah. It was just happy in a different way. Do you know what I mean? That's we used to have a saying in the house. We used to call the house the Chateau du Lad. <laughs> and uh wow. We used to have a saying, which was, well, this isn't going to see the morning. We'd go to the supermarket, we'd buy a bottle of gin, and we'd go, well, this isn't yeah. going to see the morning. Yeah, it was... Drink it all, and then I'd go and teach kids. <laughs> yeah, it was It was quite... I always felt really bad for you, because... Uh, so it was me, Will, and Ed Easton. Ed wasn't doing a lot. I was doing sort of stand-up, but not a lot, and it was just really cheap to live there, innit? And Will was still, like, holding down, like, proper jobs. <laughs> like, we just, like, really, like... Get him to stay up with us till like three in the morning, and then you just hear him like four hours later go to work. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, bless him!" Horrible. As I rolled Horrible. over and went back to sleep for five more hours. How did that work with you, Will? Did you uh, uh, take I had a lot of he- kids? Yeah, I had a lot of headaches and a very short fuse. Right, Peter, do you know the rules of the game? Uh, no, not really. So we're going to ask you, what would you rather questions? What would you rather, scenario A or scenario B? We've got a load of different types. Uh, you're going to answer them. We're going to score you. We've decided what the right answer is to all these questions. If you answer what we deem to be incorrectly, you get a chance to argue your point. If you change our mind, you get points. Julia and I will arbitrarily give points throughout the recording. Don't keep score. Don't be a narc. Sure, sure. Round one is the quickfire round. I want you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Don't think about them. Just go gut feeling. Julia. Are you ready, Pete? I'm ready. Hit me. All right. Question one. Would you rather read minds or predict the future? Uh, Read minds. Got that big fun. Would you rather an alarm goes off every time you're aroused or you get a paper cut every time your name is said? Oh, um... Oh, paper cut, I think. Paper Quickly. Cut. Yeah, paper cut. Would you rather be invisible or able to fly? Uh, fly, definitely. Would you rather be itchy for the rest of your life or sticky for the rest of your life? Sticky. Would you rather sneeze and fart out of your ass or sneeze and fart out of your nose? Oh, ass, definitely, because that's sort of like a fart anyway, isn't it? <laughs> Would you rather have 34 toes or 34 fingers? Uh, toes. A real get-out-jail-free card or a key that opens every door? Um, uh, this is hard for me because I've been arrested a few times but also lose my keys all the time so I feel feel like I'm going to have to go the keys the keys yeah I lose keys a lot okay would you rather cry marbles or sweat cheese (laughs) oh god Uh, cry marbles because that'd be funny and then you'd stop crying (laughs) Uh, would you rather have phone sex with Andrew Marr or phone sex with Mike Pence Andrew Marr Fuck a goat, or everyone thinks you fucked a goat. Uh, so hang on, if I fuck the goat, does no one know? 
Oh, yeah. that, that yeah. one, definitely. <laughs> lube, it, lube it up, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> do it now. Yeah. Do, forget the game, bring me a goat and I'll bang it. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> All right, that concludes the quickfire round. Okay. That's not bad, Pete. Yeah. That's not bad. So, we'll go through your answers before we move on to the real meat of the podcast. Yeah, okay. Read minds or predict the future. You said read minds. Yeah. Julia? Think. Wrong. Yeah, I think Wrong, I'm regretting mate. that. I am regretting that. Why are you regretting um, that? Because, A, I'm obsessed with winning the lottery. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to win it one time and you could just do that, like, every week. And, B, um, read minds would be fun for, like, a minute and then it would be horrific just knowing what everyone thinks about you. So, immediately, I, I'm, yeah, I, I, re- I agree with you. That is wrong. Do you know what, Pete? Whilst well done, that is the exact reason that we said it was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's like right now, all you'd be hearing is me go, God, you look really bald yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> so shiny. Um, That's a real shiny yeah. dome, PT. Yeah. I feel quite out of place in this conversation. Yeah, you've got, you've got, you've got. Having a head full of hair. <laughs> Don't be like that, Julia. I do have quite a big forehead, though. So, right, sort okay, of... yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Pete and I didn't have a big forehead. You've just, it's grown as <laughs> time has gone on. bigger and bigger. Alarm goes off when you're aroused. Paper cut when your name is said. You said paper cut. Yeah. You're bang wrong, Am Pete. I? You're bang wrong. Think how often people say your name. You don't. I've said it about ten times. So's Julia. You don't know how often I get aroused, mate. I fucking do. I lived with you for three years. <laughs> Lolling your penis I, around that flat for three years. I feel like... I feel like I must... Lolling his oh, penis. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, I feel like I must have, like, at some point in my formative years got, like, a an embarrassing boner or something that's made me say Because <laughs> actually, you're right, the paper cut one is far worse, but I feel like there's like something deep inside attached to me going, no one's allowed to know you've got a boner. <laughs> is it because you were brought up in quite a religious I household? Think, I, think, you... I think that's exactly it, mate, yeah. And you equate sex with dirty and hell. Yeah, there's that and also the fact that I get turned on by goats, so um, I don't want Big people time. knowing. Do you know what I mean, obviously? In, so even though you're wrong, we're not changing the points there because you know that it's your own insecurities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, invisible or fly? You said fly. Correct. Stick by that. Yeah, defo. Hundred percent. Big time. That's just the one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we we say this every time that someone says invisible. It's the pervert's answer. The only thing you're no, doing no. invisible yeah. is dick about. Yeah. Uh, it's your sticky. You said sticky, Julia. Correct. Yeah. No, incorrect. Oh, wrong, really? wrong, wrong, wrong. Sticky, you can never not feel it. Itchy, for a moment, you can scratch it and get some relief. Right, yeah. All right, I'm going to stick by my answer because I feel like I feel like, I feel like I spend a lot of my time itchy and sticky at the minute. Um, <laughs> you've, got two, you've got two kids, mate. <laughs> I've got two kids, so sticky's there a lot anyways. Um, I don't know why I'm itchy a bit at the minute. I feel like... <laughs> I don't know why that is, but I, I've got... I've thrush. Got, I've got an itchy back right now speaking to you. That's what's uh, telling me about it. Um, and so I feel like my... Yeah, but yeah, you, you know, you're the judges. That's fine. I'll stick by your decision. Sneeze and fart out your ass, or sneeze and fart out your nose. You said ass, hundred percent. Well done, Peter Otway. Yeah, and I also qualified that at the time with the fact that a sneeze isn't that different from your ass and a fart. <laughs> really got a little, uh, little inside to your bowels there, didn't we, pal? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, that'll do on that one. I don't think we need to discuss that anymore, do we? <laughs> we don't. But eat some more fibre, man. Yeah, all right, cool. Uh, 34 toes or 34 fingers? You said toes. Yeah. No? Julia? Mm. Oh. I was thinking balance. I was thinking I'd be able to balance on anything. 
Yeah, you can balance now. You've got ten toes. No, but, like, <laughs> no, but imagine the Are balance though. Yeah, a little bit. Imagine the balance though. Like imagine like I'm trying to. Yeah, there isn't a situation yeah, I did to be before. Fair, you could be you could be absolutely battered and you'd mm, still mm. yeah, like I've broken still be upright. I've broken my ankle and stuff like that, and I feel like. Also, like, you'd be able to absolutely never football, wouldn't you? Like, proper... For the, for the listener, when Julia said you could be absolutely battered, Peter was, at that time, drinking deeply from yeah. a glass of whiskey. <laughs> uh, we said fingers, just because you can do more. Like, it's more... Your fingers... You're an artist. Think of all the stuff you could do with your fingers. No, but I feel like there'd be too many. I feel like they'd get in the way. Like, in so many ways. Do you know what I mean? Imagine trying to do foreplay with 34 fingers. <laughs> Peter, we're in our thirties. That's gone out the window now. <laughs> Let's get it done. Fish bash bosh. Uh, get out of jail free card or key opens every door. Uh, you said key. Yeah, I went with key. Yeah, we lose our keys loads. Yeah, but the thing is, that's wrong because it's the pervert's answer again. If the key opens every door, it's a pervert. Also, if you lose keys, you'll lose it. Yeah, no, but I'd look after it. I'd just put it on like a chain or something around my neck. But like, I feel like... Just look after your normal keys. I feel like the get out of jail free card. Is that like to get out of actual jail or a get out of jail free card as in like the saying? No, no, no. No, no, like for real jail. Yeah. Also, you teased us with the fact that both of these would be useful <laughs> to you because you have been arrested. Yeah, but like, just quickly though, if you're in jail, that means you've done something wrong anyways. So surely that's more of a pervy answer than... Than... Depends what you're in jail for. Yeah, no, that is fair. But, like, yeah, I just feel like keys would be so useful. You've got keys. Every no. door you need to get in, you've got a key for. Yeah, but imagine, like, not pervy, but imagine the places you could go, <laughs> like, just at night. Like, just having a look around. Then. At night. Buck- no, like, buck- <laughs> not pervy. No, like, Buckingham Palace or something. at night. <laughs> like, Buckingham Palace, um... That's the only one, actually. <laughs> Not being pervy, but I could break into someone's house. Yeah. All right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point, now. I would love to have a look around Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah, and like at night. the White House, just like go and have a look at go and have a look at Biden sleeping. Yeah, no, it's a tricky one, man. That, that, <laughs> that is quite pervy. Yeah, that's quite that's pervy. Like a pervy picture. turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cry marbles or sweat cheese? You said cry marbles. We agreed with you. Yeah, Not definitely. because it's funny and you'd stop crying. <laughs> Uh, just because sweating cheese is worse. Uh, phone sex. I quite and... like that though. Yeah, it'd be good, wouldn't it? Just like that would cheer you all up. All these marbles bouncing around on the floor. <laughs> uh, phone sex in Ma or Pence? You said Ma. We agreed. Yeah, Mucky uh, Ma, defo. Mucky Ma, yeah. as opposed to what penitent Pence? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Well, he's a Republican, isn't he? He's defo, like... Go on, They're man. always the... Yeah, uh, Fuck a goat. Everyone thinks you fucked a goat. You said fuck a goat. We agreed. Yeah. Exactly. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. We agreed less voraciously than you agreed, but we did agree. But also, I think you're the first person to agree. Oh, so really? Everybody else has chosen... I'm pretty sure everybody else has chosen the other one. No, yeah. everyone thinking that you fucked a goat, like, and there's nothing you can do to convince them. You might as well have fucked it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And we're only yeah, here once, then. There's loads of stuff that I've done that I don't want to tell you about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's loads of stuff that I've done that I wish you didn't know about, but we still won't discuss it. Uh, well done, Pete. Not yeah. bad. A mixed bag. I think you came out overall pretty good in the black. Smashing. I'm happy with that. What? Would you rather be able to read your partner's mind during sex or be able to read your mother or father-in-law's mind at Christmas dinner? Hmm. Right, I think... 
So, like, your partner during sex, I'm going to go down quite a, a straight and narrow route here. Partner during sex would just be useful, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're doing something too long, too, uh, something that annoys them, you know, yeah. move that way a bit, so move that annoys way them. a bit. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, there'd be no, like, you could, you could really, I'm trying to not use the word pleasure each other, but you could really, like, do you know what I mean? You'd have the best sex say of your it. life if say you could. It, Pete. Like, say it. I see where this question is trying to go, and I'm guessing it's like, oh, are they thinking about someone else? But if you're secure enough in your relationship, actually, you've got down that answer because you go, this is nailed on best sex ever. Whereas <sighs> Christmas dinner, neither. I, I don't really, in the nicest possible way, my father in law and my mum, I've not really asked about what they're thinking at Christmas dinner. <laughs> 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 like, I don't really give a shit. Your mum is one of the nicest people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Pete's mum, Julia, is... like So we lived in this house for three years, and it was an absolute state, Such right? Such a shithole. But, but it was what we needed at the time. And it was our but shit lovely old, like It was great. It was our shithole, Aww. you know. But Liz Otway, Pete's mum, she'd come round, she'd bring us treats, she'd tidy up. She's an absolute saint. And you've just said you don't give a shit what she thinks. No. You'd rather bang your missus. I think... <laughs> I think my point is, she's quite an open woman. Anyways, I don't feel like there's any secrets in there that she's... Like, we get on really well with my mum, me and my wife. Like, I don't feel like there's going to be any, like... I don't feel like there's anything to gain from that, whereas the other one, I feel like there's a lot to gain. Imagine, right. though, if you found out that, like, your lovely sweet mum, in her head at Christmas dinner, she's just, like... Thinking about me. <laughs> yeah, I mean there is that, isn't there? But I feel like, yeah, I feel like she'd just tell me if I was, if she thought I was a knob, anyway. So I feel like, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with my answer. I feel like it's deaf for that one, and I don't. I feel like even if I found out my partner was thinking of someone else during sex, I think it'd be more interesting than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst person she could be thinking of, Pete? You, definitely, without a doubt. All right, mate. <laughs> Well, you know, you look a little bit like me, but also... Yeah, I was you know, going to say, it would be like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of thinking about Will? <laughs> yeah. Slight At least upgrade. choose somebody who looks a bit different. Yeah, Think absolutely. of Julia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah, spice things up. Would you rather, at every stand-up gig you do, you get heckled, but not like in a fun way, right. like in a... You know when someone's pissed and you can't win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens at least once every gig or every time you host a radio show, which you do quite regularly, yeah. you inadvertently offend a demographic. We're talking Alan Partridge and the farmers one week, the Sikh community the next week. It could, doesn't matter who it is, it's a randomly generated demographic. I, which one are you going for? I feel like this one's quite an easy answer for me because radio and stand-up are like two of my absolute loves. I love doing both of them, but... They're so different. Like, radio is... Sorry, stand-up is so in the room. And I feel like you can, like... <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I don't have a full-time radio job anymore, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like you can have a bad radio show and leave that building and go, yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't, get, you don't get any feedback. And if they're not enjoying you, they'll probably just skip to a different station and come back to you tomorrow if you're part of their listening. Do you know what I mean? Like... I go through loads of different stuff with my radio where I'll listen to Radio X for a bit and then someone will piss me off and I'll go over to Absolute or Radio 2 or Smooth or whatever. And you always end up coming back to the same things at the same time as long as someone's not really fucked you off. And even if they have, like, you can always find new listeners. But I feel like 
I feel like you do stand up to be in the room in that moment. And stand up is so short as well. A radio show is like four hours long or something. Stand up is so short. We drive for hours just to have that 20 minute buzz on stage. I feel like to have that ruined every time. I just stop doing it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas offending someone on the radio, really, like they'd either tell me they're offended and it wouldn't really matter or, or they wouldn't tell me they'd just turn off and that wouldn't really affect me anyways. Do you know what I mean? So It'd affect with the rage I think. Yeah, but... No one lasts that long in radio anyways these days, so fuck it. Um, yeah, definitely that, I think. I think that, yeah, those dickheads stand-up who won't leave it are some of the worst people ever. I don't think they realise how much they affect our lives as stand-up sometimes. Like, that can happen at nine o'clock on a Saturday night where some dickhead will really not let you do your set. Do you know what I mean? Like, really fuck you off. And like they, like you say, just someone going, you shit, and you... You try and do your funny put down, you try and do another one, you try and engage with them, nothing ends up, you know, working or whatever. And that can be like a three hour drive home that you're thinking about that. Sometimes into a Sunday morning, you're still thinking about that. A radio show, typically you've got one the next day, you know what I mean? You can bounce back. It's, yeah, I think it's definitely, definitely the radio. Have you had any very creative heckles? Um, mm, probably, but I can't really think of them right now. I, um, Great answer. I, I've, I've, I'm, all my worst ones have always been like stuff that's either really true, like when you're having a really shit gig and someone, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like really points it out. Um, I once did a gig to like 40 prison guards and um, I heard one of them, like the my set was just going like completely silent. This was in Liverpool, like just after I started. My set was going really like, really badly. It wasn't that far in, like about six months in. And I remember... After I did a punchline, I just heard one of them sigh really loudly, and that was all oh, I got. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, and I was like, oh my Christ. <laughs> and that's far worse than any heckle of any dickhead trying to be funny or pissed or anything. Just like, it's like my dad watching or something, do you know what I mean? Like, oh no. Yeah, so that was, that. I think I think that would be some probably the worst. I quite enjoy a little battle on stage. I quite, I get quite into it. Um, I am C a lot, so I think that's sort of part of it. But I, I never, yeah, I never remember anything like that. I feel like I never remember gigs really. I don't know if anyone else has that. Well, like as mm-hmm. soon as as soon as stuff's over, I'm like my head's just gone a bit. Unless it's unless it's like someone really <laughs> pissing me off. Like yeah, have you heard that story about um, is it uh, Kirk Douglas's son, the one that isn't Michael Douglas? Have yeah, you heard this, Pete. Yeah, you heard this, Julia. No. So obviously Kirk Douglas, famous for uh, mm. playing Spartacus in the film. Now, is it true this story, Pete, or is it like an urban? I legend? I don't think it is. I think it's an urban legend. That I think, but I've heard, I've also heard that it is true. And like, do you know what I mean? So he he's got a son that isn't Michael Douglas, the yeah. film star, a terrible comedian, and he was once doing a gig. This other son, and he was dying on his ass, and he said, "Do you know who I am? I'm Kirk Douglas's son." And someone in the audience went, no, I'm Kirk Douglas's <laughs> son. And it all went round the room. What's the worst heckle you've got, Julia? I think people are quite scared to heckle women, especially like I look quite young. And so I think it's like kicking a puppy a bit, <laughs> which is why I can get away with saying some quite horrendous things. I would rather somebody heckle me than have silence. That's the more like, that's soul crushing. Yeah. Or just looking out. I see a lot of people like avoiding me by eye contact <laughs> and just like, oh no. Uh oh. Lots of men, lots of like middle aged men who like don't want to look at me. Mm. Although that's quite empowering, I think I quite like that. Yeah, I will. Um 
I think the worst heckle I've ever got is I was doing an Edinburgh preview a couple of years ago, and quite like Pete, like it was just I knew it wasn't going well from quite early on. Did a punchline, and I heard someone say to their friend, "Why is he doing this to us?" Oh my god! Fucking <laughs> hell! Oh my god! Why is he doing this to us? I once. Do you remember um, that? I did. I did a gig in Edinburgh um, when I did a show up there, and it was like. It was a good show. It, like, it was a really good show and it went really well all month. Like, um, and the intrusive thoughts one. Yeah. And it was a great show. But it was like, and he got like a nominated for award and like uh, loads of good press and stuff. But like, there was one day that was literally the worst, the worst, the worst ever. And it's literally still sticks in my mind. And it was quite mental health heavy, this show. So it was, it was about me having intrusive thoughts, basically, and OCD and stuff. So, um, and there was a stag do in. <laughs> And that literally, like, was just not for them. And there was, like, 14 people there, and about eight of them were this stag do. And it was just one of those Tuesdays that was just the shittest thing ever. And um, I was just like, right, I'm just going to fucking get through this and then just bury it in my head. Just, like, it just didn't happen. And about 20 minutes from the end, I saw someone two years above me in school, in my brother's year, just get up and walk out. And I didn't know that they were there, like, from my hometown. I was like, oh, no! <laughs> Oh, no, like, oh, man. I said, literally, I, I think I saw I think I saw her a few days ago walking around town, and I, literally, like, my balls went back in my body when I saw her. <laughs> literally, I was like, oh, this is the worst That's thing That's so ever. mean. That's like she's done that on purpose so that you see her walking. Yeah, like... I, don't, I don't think she did because because she was, like, right at the back anyways, and I hadn't, I hadn't noticed her until that point. And I, I saw her, and I was like, is that... I don't even know her name, but I was like, that looks really like that girl. And then I saw her like a day later in Edinburgh at the festival and I was like, oh shit, that was definitely her. Yeah. <laughs> so like I had like I had a good day, day and a half where I was still kidding myself, like I can just bury this to my memory, like it's gone. And then yeah. and then it turns out it was her and I, yeah, I still fucking cringe about that. Oh. They're always the worst, aren't they? Things like that, like because I feel like stand-up's one of those things as well, like where people People are like, oh, hey, you doing all right? Things are going okay. And then, like, well, I heard off so-so that you were absolutely dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> when I, you know, I did my my breakdown show in 2017. Sure, sure, yeah. So I had a terrible year, 2017. I was having a bad time. And I did a show that was awful. There's a guy I'd gone to school with who'd emigrated to Germany. And his parents were in the front row one day. <sighs> and they just, like, slucked out and didn't, didn't oh, even say God. anything to me. Graham Goring is a comedian that uh, Pete and I knew from our Manchester days. I saw him about 18 months after that show. He'd also come to see it with his wife. And I'd mentioned how, like, in 18 months later, how rough that year had been for me and how much I hated that show and it wasn't good. He just went really loudly, Thank God! My wife and I thought you just got shit! <laughs> Would you rather your next relationship be televised, like every single oh, wow. aspect of it, or no one can see your partner but you? Oh, uh, wow. So we're talking like Truman Show, like every single bit. Wow. Yeah, you've got your own channel. And then what was the other one? No one can see your partner but you. Yeah. See, yeah. immediately I'm drawn to that one. Um, uh, but there's, there's going to be issues there, isn't there? So... Do, do people, Big time. Do people just think you're mental? Like when you I would say, like, so. yeah, people will think you're absolutely tapped. 
also because they they're not an imaginary friend yeah but they come across as one and for it to happen to you your wife's got to leave you so people will think that you just dealt with it really badly <laughs> oh god have you seen pete he's having a breakdown <laughs> he makes his mum pull up a chair an extra chair at christmas dinner <laughs> oh my god that is tough so like we're talking like every bit of the relationship like mucky stuff everything yeah, imagine someone walking in on you, bagging your invisible uh. girlfriend. <laughs> Just ploughing the couch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, right. Can I ask a question about the logistics of it, Julia? Go for it. So let's say it's Christmas dinner. It's yeah. like he's made his mum pull a chair up. Yeah. Would the is the food cu- disappearing? Yeah. Would the is cutlery be flying? Because she is there. She is there. And if she can touch you and you can feel it, she's just invisible. I don't know what the rules of invisibility are. I would guess so. Yeah. Yeah, they're moving. So then, so that's a way that you could convince some people. Yeah. Or Not a mortgage like, lender. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely could not have my relationship televised. I'm fairly sure of that. I'm... I'm going back even through today. Like, um, <laughs> just like, what have you done? No, just you know, like we're bringing up two children under two and a half in lockdown. It's going to be just petty arguments oh, on me. Just also, the person that you're in a relationship with would, be, would surely be able to see you all the time. Like, if I come downstairs and she's like done something to piss me off, and I'm going for fuck's sake, or do you know what I mean? Or like, also, if it's all televised, I don't like the idea of them. Having a recording of every argument. Do you know what I mean? Like to go oh, back yeah, on. Proof. Yeah. That's yeah. an extra proof. Slink it off to the bathroom at half ten for a quick, quick little bit of peak time. <laughs> it's the morning, Peter. That's part of the relationship. It needs televising. Um, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't. I don't feel like I could have even like half an hour of my day televised. God, <laughs> God, he spends a lot of time on his phone at the park with his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like none of my life could ever be televised. So yeah, I don't think I can do that one. I think you sent me a picture yesterday that yeah. if it had been televised, would have had your kid put into care. Absolutely. So um, I've, Fuck. Got, I've started doing. Um, <laughs> I've started. Well, I, I'd like having a whiskey about about half four at the minute, um, which sounds worse than it is. Does it? Does that sound bad? Basically, I only have like not in lockdown rules. Yeah, I have like two drinks a day. I have a whiskey and a beer. And one of them is while my daughter's having tea and the other one is straight afterwards. And then I don't drink in the evening because I don't want to, because I get up there at like six o'clock. So I don't want to feel rough, right? So I sent Will a picture of me having a whiskey with my daughter having That's not tea. the picture I'm no, talking I know, about. I know. And then I've started, <laughs> I've started doing, what is she? Yeah, she's just turned two and a half and we've just, I've started doing cooking with her because I've literally run out of fucking anything else to do in lockdown. Like, oh my God. Thank God the play parks are open. Um, so I started cooking with her and uh, she enjoys stirring the veg in a wok um, but I just turned it down like really low um, and I sent Will just a picture of me holding up my whiskey while she's just bent over stirring a, a wok <laughs> just bent over a cooker at two and a half um, so yeah so I think I think social services would be would be right on um, yeah I don't think I could so yeah like I said wouldn't want any of my life televised really and I think that I think that I think the invisible one I'd maybe just not tell anyone about her would she know she was invisible? Like, would she be all right with it? Would she understand? I think she would know that she feels inv- that she is invisible. Yeah. But I imagine eventually her feelings are going to be 
somewhat wounded if you're ignoring her existence. Yeah, that is for true. years on end. Can I, so can I see her? Yeah. Right, yeah, I, I think can so. See her. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I think I'd just have to go with that one and just deal with it. I guess. God, it's a tricky one. That the more I think about it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm definitely gonna go with Invisible Girlfriend. I, that I, I think I'll just like, just like that. You'd get used to it. I feel like televised life. I would just be literally. I'd send myself under. I'd be second guessing everything. Do you know what I mean? Like it'd just be horrific. So you'd never, you'd never do like Big Brother. If the money was like no, I could do I could do that I could do that in like a controlled situation where I was like I'm going to do this for six weeks and that'll be it. I feel like if I got tired, people would be like, "God, he's a right prick." <laughs> 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 what a narky bastard! Um, but you can get through that if it's like five weeks or something. It's pretty brother, just get it done. If yeah. it was the rest of your life, you'd be like, "Nah, this is this is rotten, yeah. isn't it?" Yeah, definitely. And also, in Big Brother, you're with strangers, so you're compelled mm. to be, like, kind of nice. You've got a face but on like, anyways, haven't you? Like, at a party or yeah. something. Yeah. You'd forget about those cameras being around yeah. on day two, I reckon, <laughs> yeah. if, if your life was being Of filmed. your own life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going with that one. Invisible Girlfriend. I think that we said that was the wrong answer, but I think you're... Oh, That's we? the right... Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to change it, because you're spot yeah, on, Yeah, I actually. think you're right, yeah. All right, definitely. smash him. Would you rather skip every single extracurricular thing your children do? We're talking school plays, uh, athletics, doesn't matter what it is, you're not there. That They're aware you're not there and they grow to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Next one. End of podcast. Or. Yeah. You, ha- you go to all of them, but at every single one, at one point, you stand up and give an honest appraisal of every performance by every child. I feel like I could never go to anything extracurricular that my kids ever do, and I would be perfectly happy with my life. <laughs> I know that's I know that makes me sound like a real prick. Um, I, I feel like... So my, my wife runs a stage school uh, for kids, so, and I have to do the tech for that whenever they do a show. And whenever they do a show, it's like, I don't know, all the age groups, they're like four to 18. It's got like 150 kids or something that go there. And so I do like 15 shows, not 15 shows, but like loads of shows over a weekend. I feel like, I feel like I've seen my fair share before my kids are even there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've done boxed it all. So definitely, definitely not that one. And like, and also it's not like precious time, is it? You're mainly watching other people's kids, which that all right, that sounds wrong. Don't take that, don't cut that out of context. But like There's mainly, the trail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um you mainly like it's not just your child, is it? Do you know what I mean? Although I'm quite I'm quite sporty. So if if they scored the winning goal in like some amazing tournament, that might make up for every bit of shite that I'd had to watch up until then. Every five aside game. Yeah. Every <sighs> Monday morning. But then at the, end, at the end of every five-a-side game, you'd then have to be like, Johnson, what the fuck was that? Yeah. You were absolutely shocking. <laughs> and who calls their kid Johnson? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you, I, Johnson I, Otway, your eldest. I feel like... Um, yeah, the football, like sport, sport I, would, I would actually miss if I couldn't go and watch them do sport and stuff. But I've got two girls at the minute and I feel like they're not... I feel like it, this, this is not really... Girls can do sport. No, 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 that's not what I was going to say. That's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say was, I feel like if we had boys, I might 
get the the extracurricular stuff that they would do sport with me. But I feel like because we've got right. girls, they might go to, more towards my wife's passion of the um, uh, the stage school stuff and like doing the singing and that sort of stuff. No, I'm, I, that, that why do you hate women? Don't do that, Will. Please, come on. Um... So I've known you for a good long time and you've always hated women, haven't you? Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Um, Yeah, so I think I would go... I think I'd have to go with missing all of them. I think I would have to. And actually, there would be quite a lot of me that would be uh, quite passionate about that. Um, (laughs) About missing anything. Because as well, like, I love the one-on-one time. I love, like, doing stuff with them that's not that shit. So I feel like, yeah... Do you think that they would harbour a grudge, though? Like, could you handle the resentment? That's true. And imagine if they become, like, professional Yeah, and then they've just started to make some money and suddenly they finish school and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I can come and watch you now. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that is true. I've not thought about their feelings. Uh, that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> very much I hadn't thought about what they'd feel about it. It's very much me, that. Um... Yeah, no, I do... No, I think I could live with it. I feel like I could live with it. I feel like we would have a good relationship in other ways. I feel like my wife will be very attentive in extra extracurricular stuff. And uh, I will I will go, go to the pub. That's where that's where I'm going to be during those times. So we we agreed with you. Right. But I think we're going to give you half points because <laughs> you said the sentence, I forgot about their feelings. Yeah, that's fair. What? Would you rather... Go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice that could improve their life or look 20 years into the future and see what happens to you. You can't can't change it. Change it. Oh, oh, no chance I would do that then if I can't change it. No, no, absolutely no chance. And so I'm terrified of the future. Like I, I think about dying loads. But not only that, like I feel like I think about... um, my own mortality, like, all the time. Like, I'm really terrified. You'd have thought I'd work harder, but I <laughs> I feel like I'm really, like, I'm really, like, scared of getting old and stuff, like, already. Like, and I have been for quite a few years. And so, looking to the future, I don't want to know. I just, looking back, I'm quite happy with where I am. So I feel like the advice thing, I don't know that I would, um, probably just give them the lottery numbers. Yeah, I'd just, I'd just go back and do that, basically. I'm not one for regrets much, but I'm I'm also really fucking like terrified of the future a bit, like a bit terrified of like not doing. Oh, I sound like a right prick. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like terrified of. I think I feel like right. I feel like I don't have any regrets because I'm really happy where I am. But I'm really worried that I will get to a point in my future where I am unhappy and will have regrets. I feel like I'm scared of regrets, but currently I don't have any. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> You're dreading God. the future regrets yeah. that you might not have. Yeah, and I've never really had regrets, so it's not like they're really in my system or it's the thing that... <laughs> I sound like such a knobhead as well. Yeah, but that is, <laughs> that is where I'm at. That's, and so I think I would definitely go with, go with the past one. Um, I'm trying to think of actual advice I would give my, myself, though. But you could do something really simple like, oh, invest 20 quid in Bitcoin yeah, in for a decade. yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. Buy a house in London. Tell your grandparents to buy a house in London in the 30s or something. (laughs) Listen, when you get to 28, Peter, shave your head. (laughs) You're fooling no one. That is probably my only regret, actually. There was about three years where I should have shaved my head and didn't. And then it took me getting married to go, oh, fuck it, I'm going to have to do something about this. I can't wear a hat on my wedding day. 
Pete and I are in a WhatsApp group uh, where it's just three bald men and we talk about like the latest innovations in bald yeah, lifestyle. And, and also other and comedians. And slag out other comics. Other comics who need to shave their head, but aren't. Um, ah. There's yeah. fucking loads of them. There's me, Will, and uh, a, a, a comedian called Rob Thomas from Liverpool and the the group is called The Big Boys. Um, which oh, is nice. uh, Yeah, it's it, that's one of my favourite WhatsApp groups that I'm in actually, that one. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, just because it doesn't get bogged down in any shite, it's just about shaving your head. <laughs> who should who should shave their head? Oh, I'm not going to start calling out people in public. Definitely not. <laughs> no one needs that this year, do they? If anyone's having a tough lockdown and then they hear that actually they've got a receding airline and they don't realise, fucking hell. Because like no one. I'll tell you. People. I'll people tell you. Go through long times of denial. Go on, Will. If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, I wonder if it's me. It is. Yeah, defo, defo. If on a really sunny day, if on a really sunny day it starts shining through just at the front, you're like. <laughs> but I tell you the denial that you have when you when you go bold because like I went I went I went bold for a while and then and then did it. Obviously, Will did as well. You have this denial where you think you're the only person that's noticed, and then you shave your head, and every fucker goes, "Oh, I'm so glad you've done that. You've looked terrible for ages." But no one tells you because it's obviously the polite thing to do. Yeah. Um, if you know someone who shaved their head, tell them. Just fucking tell them. Yeah, absolutely. Would you have, would you have appreciated that though? Or would you have been like really offended? No. D- d- would you have hated that person? Here's the thing: once if you shave your head, like it can grow back to what it was. It's not going to get any worse than that by shaving it. It would only take three or four weeks to grow back because I was hiding it quite short, anyways. And I really like it now that I've got my head shaved. I, yeah. I look fucking terrible in uh, headphones, but apart from that, um, I'm quite a fan of it. So. Um, and it's so easy. Fucking hell, it's great. It's so easy. My main thing is, though, and I don't know, I, I feel like I've, this, this is going to sound horrible. I'm glad, I got a, I'm glad I got a wife before I went bald. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, but hear, hear me out on this, I feel like it would have held me back confidence-wise a bit. Do you know what I mean? Is that fair? Even though, actually, I was looking sh- with... Yeah. I had quite shit air. And so probably I think confidence-wise... Yeah. Like you and I are quite lucky in that. Um, I'm quite glad I had a lockdown before I took the took the razor to it. Have you got a question for us? Right, so I did two. Uh, is what I did. Right, I've got a bit of a, like a philosophical one and a bit uh, just a rotten one. After that, do you want them both or? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, would you rather live? For, are, you, are either of you agnostic at least, no. or are you both atheist? Yeah. This will be quite an easy one for you then. So, would you rather live as long as the earth exists or live a normal life, but when you die, there's a chance you will go to the afterlife with all your family? But if you live as long as the earth exists, even if there's an afterlife, you don't get to see them again. Uh, that one. You'd live as long as the earth exists? Oh, I'd love to. That's like one of my... Like, mm. That's why, in a way, I feel like it's really sad that we have to die because we don't get to see what happens with the earth. Yeah, but I feel like the Earth is going to, like, burn up into a fiery ball in the next, like, 30 years anyway. So we probably <laughs> will see the end of the Earth. Like, there you go. Not long to wait. Yeah, exactly. Right, You've okay. got that option whether you like it or not. But I, I like the idea of the other option because then at least there's, like... The option of seeing your family again. Yeah. Like, I know that's not going to happen. But, but there's it, a... that would be nice. Yeah. Could I off myself? What do you mean? So if I lived to the end of the earth, yeah. could I, in 2,000 years, go, ah, fuck this? Oh. If you'd made... No, because that's a choice you've made. No, you've, you've got to live choice. to the end of the earth. Yeah, yeah. No one can kill you, including yourself. I think you would get to a point where you're just like, fuck this. Yeah. I can't... 
I don't. I don't want to be 150. Yeah, it's fair. How would you age? Like, yeah, can I stop at 34? Didn't think about that. Um, you don't go old, old. Like, you, you would still have your body and mind and everything, and you'd be able to walk oh. around and that. Yeah, I'll, but, just, I'll, but you'd watch everyone you ever loved die. Oh yeah, true. Every time, <laughs> every time. So you just live one one life and live it good. One life done. I'm out. Yeah. See no. everybody after. Live forever. Live forever. I'll tell you what, as well, uh, like probably live to the end of the earth, and I'll still never get on live at the Apollo. Um, <laughs> the, the other one is: um, Would you rather? Sex took time off your life. So every time you had sex, it took a month off your life, right? So you'd be like dead horny and you'd go like, oh, is it worth it? Or eating shit added time to your life. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, it was like, you never got used to eating shit. Like it tasted like shit. You got ill every time you ate it. Is it your own shit? It's your own shit. Yeah. How much would you need to eat on a month? Mm. Uh. Like an egg cup? Got to eat a full poo a month. Oh, wait. No, hang on. A I'll... full poo? Yeah. Oh, wait. So if you don't eat the poo, you die yeah, in that yeah. month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I thought it... it was just adding... Hang oh. on. Uh, maybe I've not thought this through. Um... So if you got, like, 70 years... Yeah. Like, if you died on your 70th birthday... Yeah. But for every shit you ate, you got another month... Yeah. I would just wait till I was 70 and go, yeah, I'll have one more. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then those you'd, girls into then you'd have a bad those life. girls in two girls one cup seem to enjoy it. That's How fun. big is your average shit? You personally, <laughs> you, it's is your, it like it's your personal shit? It's however big your, your personal <laughs> shit is. Right, that's that's what's, what's an bigger, iPhone? That's what? bigger than I feel comfortable eating. Eight pints say. of lager and a curry the night before. <laughs> Can you have it as part of a meal with some sides? Uh, no, it's just got to be. If you want the oh, sides, you've got to eat them the day before. Who has one meal a day? (laughs) Yeah, fair. Fair. That's disgusting. Um, But that one. That one. Yeah, so you'd you'd eat shit, Will. Yeah, I would do that one too. Eat shit or die. Sex taking time of your life would be horrific, wouldn't it? I'd have lost six months in the last four or five years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, there'd have been times in my life where it literally wouldn't have mattered. Very good, Peter. You scored. 50, why not? <laughs> Great stuff. Love it. <laughs> uh, where can we find you on the socials? Uh, just Instagram and Twitter mainly. Oh, you can find my artwork actually. Let's do that. Um, Potway Art. So it's just P O T W A Y Art on Instagram. Lovely. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me. This has been nice. I'm going to go to bed now thinking about shagging a goat. No, you're not. You're going to have another four whiskies. pretend it's half four in the afternoon. And then shag a goat. <laughs> hey! What Would You Rather is hosted by Julia Stenton and Will Duggan. Music was composed by Holly Buhaya and artwork by Hannah Stiles, whose information is in the show notes. Send us your What Would You Rathers to whatwouldyourather at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe. What Would You Rather?